Hey everyone, welcome back to part two of the gift of hospitality. I want you to be the one who gives that gift of hospitality. So if you didn't see last week's um, podcast, you need to go back after this one and listen to it. If you did see it, we're going to just do a quick recap of what we discussed last week. So just a quick one. So there's six points. You might want to grab a notebook and a pen and maybe jot down a few things. If you're like me, I like to take notes on things. But here we go. Number one, we all have this gift. We talked about that last week. Number two, we are expected to use it. Number three, we benefit from this gift. We do. The people that are doing the giving, we benefit from that. We talked about what does it cost? It costs yourself. Who needs this gift? Everybody needs this gift. Even those that give it, we need it back sometimes too. And is this gift really in scripture? Is this a legitimate gift? Yes, it is. We talked last week about Romans chapter 12, verse 13. Serve the Lord's people who are in need. Practice hospitality. I don't think you can get any more plain and simple. Serve the Lord's people who are in need. Need of what? Need of everything. Practice hospitality. In 1 Peter chapter 4, 9, and 10, show hospitality one to another without complaining. Just as each one has received a gift, use it to serve one another. You know, we have to remember life is not about us. And I think in the world we live in, we're very entitled. It's all about me. It's all about us. If you're raising children, um, you know that the kids, you know, from the day they're born, it's all about them. They need their needs met. They need food. They need a diaper. They need whatever as they grow up. They need, they need. <clears throat> and then we, as they get a little bit older, we start to teach them, how about you do for your brother? How about you do for your sister? How about you do for your dad? And we start teaching them to give back. And there's a resistance. I think that's human nature. That's called sin. But this is something that we need to teach them. You know, it's always great if I go to work or, you know, I'm in church or wherever and, hey, I got a task for you to do today. Oh, okay, that's great. It's right up your alley. I'm really excited. I want to, you know, let you know. And here's the job I need you to do. And they spell it out for you that, you know, here's the either the title of the position or I need you to do this task. And you're great. And then they walk away. And you're, uh, um, wait a minute. I don't, I don't really know how to do that. Um, who do I talk to, how do I get started? Um, you ever feel like that, that someone's giving you a task or a job to do and then they kind of leave you hanging high and dry and you're like, now what do I do? This is great, they asked me to do something but they don't even give me any instruction. Well, I don't want you to feel like that with this podcast. I want you to realize that not only did we talk about the spiritual side of it and what God has instructed us to do, but there needs to be a practical side. We're human beings, you know? Um, we need instruction, we need guidance, we need direction. So I hope some of this will help you in your practicing of the gift of hospitality. So for today, we're gonna get real practical. You ready? You with me on this? Okay, I'm gonna roll up our sleeves. You're gonna open your mind, you're gonna open your heart. We're gonna get ready to roll and we're gonna get ready to involve, get involved. And again, you might want to grab a notebook and a pen just to take down a few notes, you know, even if it's just writing these Bible verses. But as we're 
talking through this. Maybe God's going to start prompting you. I know for me, it's like, oh, I wish I had a pen because God will give me these thoughts in my head and I want to write them down because you forget later or you forget exactly what he told you. Now, that's not to say you can't ask the Lord to remind you, but sometimes it's good to write things down. So let me ask you a question. Did you do your homework last week? Hmm. Well, if you did, great. And if you didn't, no worries. After this podcast, go back and do your homework first, and then you can move forward. So where do we start if we want to practice the gift of hospitality? How do you get started? Well, here's what I would suggest. Now, this is not in scripture. This is just Lynn Wilson's version of, you know, how I would do it. If it was me, how would I do it? You adapt this to your personality. You adapt this to where you are. These are just some suggestions. We've gone over what scripture says. We know that this is something we need to do. I would suggest that you make a list of the things in the area of hospitality that you think you might be good at. Now, for me, that's easy. I've been practicing hospitality for many years. I was trained by my mom, my grandparents. I was trained by my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. I had a lot of good mentors, good women at church. I've been blessed to see things in action and to be mentored and trained. That doesn't mean I'm great at it. doesn't mean I'm perfect at it but I've had some instruction. So for me to sit down and make a list, I could probably come up with you know three or four things. But for you, maybe you've never practiced it and you're like, I don't, I don't even know where to start. I don't really understand hospitality. I don't quite get it. Well, if you have no clue, that's no problem. Ask a friend, ask someone that you trust, a good friend from church or you know someone that you can say, hey, what do you see in me as a gift in hospitality? You might be shocked on the great compliments that you get. And you might say, I didn't know I did that. I didn't know I made you feel that way. The best way to me <clears throat> to, how do I say this? To really know that you're reaching people, I guess, whether it's hospitality or friendship, is, you know, just look at your life. If you've walked into a room or you've walked into a place do people tend to gravitate to you? I'm not saying the crowds come and greet you, but do people want to interact with you? That's a good sign. If you find yourself that you walk in somewhere and people go over there, or if you um, connect with, try and connect with people and they're sort of, Ugh, check your personality. Are you being welcoming? Are you being warm toward people? You know, hospitality needs a tender touch. It needs kindness. It doesn't mean the person that you're giving it to is kind and tender. That's not a guarantee, but that's what we need to be doing. So sometimes we need to sort of have a, an attitude adjustment and uh, kind of let the Lord work through you a little bit and soften you a little bit and work on your kindness skills. But ask someone and say, hey, I, I, I want to work on the gift of hospitality. Maybe your pastor's wife, someone that you trust and say, what do you see in me? I'm really struggling with this. I'm sure they would be glad to help. Then I would break these things down into practical categories. And again, if you're stuck, ask someone. These are different areas, um, places in your life, finances, your talent, your time, um, some of you are very shy. Some of you are very outgoing. All of that plays a part in the categories of hospitality. 
just because you're shy does not mean you don't have that gift. It would just be done in a different way. Just because you have people, different levels of being outgoing. Some people are just, wow, bigger than life. Well, their way of offering hospitality and someone that's sort of in the middle, again, would be different. There are two things I taught my kids when they were growing up. And to this day, I remind my kids of these things all the time. And if you're saying, I'm, I'm quiet, I'm shy, I'm introverted, I get that. I am fine in a crowd I'm comfortable with, but you put me in a crowd of people I don't know, or people that intimidate me, or whatever the case might be, my personality of being an introvert blossoms and I get awkward and I stand offish and I don't know how to react and that is something the Lord is working on in my own life but these are two things I told my kids shy or outgoing awkward or not you ready write these down one thing is you can smile and you can look at someone there is nothing better than someone greeting you with a, just a simple smile and saying hello and just looking right at you not looking down on your phone not scrolling on your phone, hey, how you doing? Look at the person and just smile. It's as simple as that. You can also say hello with kindness in your voice. Hey, how you doing? And you're on your phone. No, 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 no. Look at the person and smile and just have kindness in your voice. I taught my kids those two things. I used to tell them they don't need to engage in conversation, but you can look at someone and smile. And even your smile can show kindness. These two things can show hospitality. Okay, on to the next level of list. Here's some hospitality examples. Now these are some things maybe you wanna write down, maybe just think about. So, okay, you tell me it's biblical, you tell me it costs myself, you tell me anybody can do this, it doesn't matter on your personality, it doesn't matter my age, it doesn't matter my finances, Basically, I have no excuse I'm to, I'm to do this. And right now, you might not be liking me very much, and that's okay, because that means God's like prompting you there. What are some things that you can do? Okay, you can open your home for just a cup of coffee, a cup of tea. Um, maybe you open your home for dinner. You know, if you have money and you can roll out a meal of great barbecue, some ribs, Maybe you'd offer some prime rib dinner, some steak. Great, that's wonderful. I think that's fantastic. Maybe you're on a really tight budget and you're kind of embarrassed to even admit, like, I don't have money to do this. That's okay. You know what, you can go to the dollar store. They sell coffee, they sell tea, they sell a package of cookies. You can go to the dollar store and you can buy these things. It's not about what you're serving. It's about how you serve. The kindness, the friendship, the smile, the fact that you just even offered something like that. Maybe um, you need to just offer your home to a friend that needs to talk. You don't even have to offer food. You can just offer friendship. That doesn't cost you any money. Maybe you can bake some banana bread or something, you know, fall's coming, make a pumpkin bread and you can bake something and just bring it over to someone that you know is sad and you could just brighten their day and offer a smile. You don't have to linger, you don't have to stay at their house. And then you say, well, I don't know how to bake. I don't know how to cook. Take a class. Find someone that is a good baker and say, hey, can you teach me something really, really, really simple? 
I have some recipes that are two ingredients. How about that? Everybody can handle baking with only two ingredients. You want to know what those recipes are, you contact me and I'll give them to you. But you can bake something very simple. You can buy cookies in the store. You don't even have to bake. But the idea of delivering it to somebody that's kind of sad or down or just needs to pick me up. And, you know, there's a lot of times the Lord lays somebody on my heart and I'm like, huh, I have no idea what they're going through. I pray for them. And then once in a while, the Lord will prompt me, why don't you bring something over there? And I might make homemade soup and some bread and drop it off. Again, I have no idea what's going on in their life and it might be weeks later that they say, you have no idea what I was going through. I can't believe you knew to come over. I didn't. The Lord told me to come over and I was obedient. Make people feel comfortable in your home. Um, make them feel comfortable in your presence. Even if you're not sitting on the couch in your living room, just you and me talking right now, if you've walked up to me, you want them to feel comfortable in your presence. That's the gift of hospitality. It's nothing fancy. You don't have to have a college degree to do this. You can just be kind and be a friend. And when they come in your home, make them feel comfortable. When I have people come to my home, and I don't say this in a bragging way, but just to use it as an example, I've had many people come, enter my home, maybe not even get through the whole house, but you know, we're standing at the door. We're just connecting for five minutes or something. We had two men come over the other day and um, two of my coworkers and they popped in, they, they wanted to drop something off and we needed to connect real quick with my husband about something. And one of them stood there and he looked around and he said, you know what? I feel comfortable in your home. He said, it's really nice. He didn't get past my front door barely. What does that do? What does that say? Is there hospitality just floating in the air at my house? That's the way it should be. You are representing Jesus Christ. If Christ is living in your heart and your life, you're representing him. You're to show his love to everyone, whether it's to build somebody up in the church or it's to share the love of Christ with somebody that's not saved and does not know the Lord as their personal savior. Make your home inviting. You know, you don't need a, a sign on the door that says welcome. They should feel welcomed when they come. A few years ago, there was somebody that um, in my family, as a matter of fact, I'm embarrassed to say, and they had a situation happen and, and I just felt like I just wanted to bring something over and kind of deliver it. You know, I don't need to come in and I knocked on the door and, and that's exactly what I was going to say. Listen, I don't want to come in. I just want to leave something with you to, you know, help you through this. And I packaged up some food and made dinner and I tried to make it real nice and knocked on the door and the, the person greeted me and he walked out of the house. Now I get Sometimes your house is a mess and you're like, I'd die of embarrassment if somebody popped over. That's fine. You don't have to have them in your home. And if they're going to judge you for the mess in your house, let them judge. Life is what it is. We all have crazy days, crazy schedules and weeks. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about the dust. Don't worry about the stuff. But I knocked on the door and this person not only opened the door, but stepped outside and closed the door as if, I'm not letting you in. And then he proceeded to say, before I even got anything out, what do you want? I, 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 uh, I was so befuddled. I just wanted to let you know, we're praying for you and here's a gift from our family to yours. Took the bag and off he went. I never entered the home. That wasn't my intention. 
but it was definitely not an inviting moment. I did not feel invited, not only in the home, but on their doorstep or in their life. Do you need more ideas? These are just a few. I mean, I could give you a thousand. If you need more ideas, ask the ladies in your church. Do you do hospitality? What do you do? How do you, how do you start? And whatever. Ask some friends, what do they do? Yes, it's uncomfortable. Anytime you start something new, it's uncomfortable. It's always uncomfortable at first, but the more you do it, you know what it's like. After you practice a while, practice makes progress. You move forward. You know, it, the first time you do it, you might stutter over your words. You might spill coffee. You might, oh, everything just went downhill. You know what? If your heart is right and you're doing this for the Lord, somehow people don't remember all that stuff or they laugh at the coffee. Remember the day I came over to your house and we spilled the coffee? It makes it a moment. If your heart is right in all of this, God will just bless you and bless that person through it. Maybe if you're still like, I'm a little weirded out by this. I want to do it, but I just don't know. Maybe host it with a friend. Maybe, you know, maybe you even go to a, um, a restaurant. Right now in New Jersey, we can sit outside. Maybe go get a cup of coffee at your favorite coffee shop and just sit outside and, and host a moment there and say, hey, I want to, I wanna, you know, reach out to someone, but I'm a little uncomfortable by myself. Would you come with me and kind of help me through it? Somebody that's been, you know, someone that you can trust that has that gift and has shown how to use it. If somebody asks me that, I jump right on that. I think that's a great idea. Let someone teach you and kind of mold you and direct you in that way. Maybe you're completely out of your comfort zone and you're like, I can't even do that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't know anything. Go to a friend and say, hey, I've really been prompted to use the gift of hospitality. I don't know what it is. I don't know where to start. I know nothing. Are you doing anything up and coming that like, could I invite myself over and I can just watch you? If somebody said that to me, I'd absolutely come on over. Watch how they set a table. Watch how they greet their friends coming in. Watch how they, when you go to a restaurant and you're sitting just having coffee, how they talk. Watch when you're sitting on a park bench and you have no food involved. You have no nothing involved. You're just sitting on a bench. Watch how they interact. What kind of questions do they ask? How do they handle themselves? How did that person react to them? Did you see like this warm and friendly moment? What, what made it that? Like learn, be a student, learn from these things. Listen, don't be afraid to ask for help. I know we all are. I feel funny. I feel stupid. I, I should know this. No, listen, if God has prompted you to, to do it, put that aside, put your own pride aside and say, hey, I need help. I need help. Find someone that can help you. Don't be afraid to try. Yeah, you're probably going to mess it up the first time. First time you rode a bike, did you ride it perfectly? You probably fell on your face, cut your knee, had to put some band-aids on it and everything else. That will happen too when you first start to practice your gift of hospitality. But the best thing is the Lord's gone before you. If he's prompted you to do this, he's right there with you. We're human. We make mistakes. Our own emotions and feelings and pride and all that stuff gets involved. Just keep turning it back to the Lord. Lord, I want to do this. I want to do this right. Help me through this. And also, if you're the one attending an event, someone has invited, invited you to their home, or they invited you out for coffee or to sit on a park bench and want to talk to you, and you're the one that's being um, blessed by their hospitality, be a good receiver. Don't be a jerk. Plain and simple. 
I remember a number of years back, we invited someone over. My husband invited a, a few people over and one person in particular. Now, mind you, I've opened my home. I've cleaned my home. I've spent money on spending time. I've prepared a meal. I put a lot into this. And usually, you know, I don't just serve this. I had a few things out, options. You know, everybody likes something different. They all sat down at the table and this one person went and he pushed it aside, literally pushed it. I don't eat this and stared right at me. I don't know what to say. You know, there's plenty of other options here on the table. If you're the one receiving, you go to somebody's house and they serve something that you don't eat, either learn to like it gracefully, eat just a little bit, or just don't partake in that and eat something else, even if it's a roll, and just say, oh, thank you so much, you know, I'm allergic to that, or I just don't care for that, but I'm really enjoying this roll. Give back to that person that has opened their home, opened their life, extended themselves to you. Don't be somebody that kind of pushes that away. All right. So in times like these that we are in right now, masked, everybody looks down. Nobody looks at each other. Nobody can see a smile. Nobody wants to connect. Stay six feet away. Don't touch me. I can't shake your hand. Stay separate. You can't come to church. You can't go to school. Don't go to this restaurant. You can't go here. Listen, God knows all about this, but he still tells us to practice the gift of hospitality. You need to use your gift. You need to make somebody's day special today. You need to build up the church, the fellow believers. You may not be meeting as a congregation in the church building, but those people are still part of your church family. You need to find a way to build them up. You need to serve the Lord in a special way, and you need to enrich somebody else's life. This is the perfect time. Fall is coming. Harvest time. Reaching out to our neighbors. Just from September to December, I call it the holidays. There's all kinds of holidays in there. Christmas is about giving. Whether you celebrate this holiday or you celebrate it that way or whatever, it's the season. Somehow, some way, most of us celebrate the holiday season in one way, shape, or form. What a great time to use your gift of hospitality, whether it's baking cookies or it's making a little gift or it's inviting someone or making a cup of tea. The list goes on and on. I'm giving you very few practical ideas, but you know what I mean. This is a great time to dive in and say, I can do this. Are you still stuck? Are you sitting there saying, I know what you're saying, Lynn, but it doesn't apply to me. I can't, you don't know my situation. You don't know me. You don't know my personality. It, this is just not going to work. Are you stuck? I got three words for you. You ready? Got to write this down. Get your pen. Pray, pray, and pray. You ask God for wisdom and you ask God for direction. I can guarantee you, if your heart, if your heart is right, don't be praying and saying, well, Lord, I really don't want to do this. And Lynn told me to pray, so I'm praying. No, if you go into this right, Lord, I am so shy. I'm so awkward. I don't even know how to serve. I have no money. I got nothing to offer. Lord, I got nothing. I got nothing. I got no money. I have no personality. I have no resources. I have nothing. You give him your nothing. He'll give you something. Trust me, he'll make an opportunity. Lord, I need wisdom. I, I, I don't know how to do this. He will give you that wisdom, whether it's through someone or somehow or some way. Keep your eyes open and your heart open and your ears open because he will answer. 
Today, I want you to be the one who extends friendship through hospitality. And I want you to watch what God will do in your own life. It will change you as a person. The more you give to others, yeah, sometimes we're hurt. I know, I get it. I've done things for others and there's no thank you, there's no appreciation and you do get hurt. We're human, I get that. But you pick yourself up, just like when you fall off your bike, you pick yourself up, you put a band-aid on where it hurts, you give it back to the Lord and you say, Lord, I was really, I'm struggling. I'm struggling here, I, I've been doing it. Boy, it's tough, but you know what? The Lord got the same feedback when he was here on the earth. Do you think everybody liked him? Did the Lord get thanked by everyone? Remember the story of the lepers? We talked about that a few weeks ago. How many did he heal and only one came back? If he didn't get the reception, why do you think we are? But we are here to do the work of God. I want you to feel free to connect with me. If you want to email me, my email will be listed below. If I can help in some way, you know, ideas, I don't know. I'd love to hear your comments back. Tell me, hey, I prayed about this and God is leading me in this area. Hey, I reached out to someone and this is what I did. Encourage me today by letting me know what you're doing. I want to hear from you. I really do. And I just trust that through this biblical part of understanding hospitality and now the practical part that God is going to work in your heart and your life and doing so it's not always with people that we expect. You know, God will put someone in your path that maybe is not saved. And maybe you're listening today. And you are listening and not understanding the word saved and, and having the Lord present in your life and knowing that you're going to spend eternity with him. If you're struggling with that, I ask you to call the number listed below, the 800 number for Keswick. Someone on the phone can pray with you and share the gospel with you and let you know how you can accept Jesus Christ as your personal savior. Take on the challenge of being a friend and showing hospitality. Thanks for coming by and we'll catch you on the next podcast next week. Thank you.